الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين My brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us and placed us on this earth. One thing for certain is we're going to leave this earth. We came recently and very soon we're going to depart. There is no need to actually panic about the day we're going to be departing, but rather we're taught to prepare for the day we're going to meet with Allah. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَلْتَنْظُرْ نَفْسٌ مَّا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدٍ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ O you who believe, develop the correct relationship with Allah and each one of you should prepare for what you are going to be producing or presenting tomorrow. What you are going to be giving to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your book of good deeds. For indeed, Allah is all-knowing of your deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us develop this beautiful relation. So, I have known of people who had lived before my time, who have died before I even came onto the earth. They were more powerful than I am. They had much more in terms of wealth and so on, on earth. But when I came to the earth, they were not here. We only heard about them. The likes of the Pharaoh, the likes of Abu Jahal, the likes of so many others, even more recently, subhanallah. Then when I came onto the earth, I found people already on earth. There, there were so many, my parents, some of my siblings, etc. They were already here. And then I came, subhanallah. The same applies to every one of us, subhanallah, rabbil alameen. So I came... And when I came, I found people started leaving. So there were some who were old who were leaving. There were some who were young who were leaving. There were some who left while in the wombs of their mothers and others left during childbirth or just after childbirth. That was something and it continues to happen. They're leaving every day. We see them. We witness them. And then a day will come when I have to go. I have to go and you have to go. That is one thing that is absolutely certain. So what should I do? Should I panic to the degree that I become depressed and sad? And should I panic to the degree that I actually lose myself? No, my brothers and sisters. Remember, the one who created you calls himself the most merciful, the most forgiving, the most kind, the most compassionate, the most beneficent, and so on. Subhanallah. He is the one who is amazing. He is your Lord. He made you in the first place. Just like there is a lot of anxiety prior to birth, especially for the mother. There is also a little bit of anxiety sometimes for those who don't know where they're going to go once they die. But believers know for a fact, we are going to a much better place, an amazing place, subhanallah. The Almighty has asked us, just to prepare for that day. How do we prepare for it? I want to spend a few moments speaking about preparation for death. And death is something when Allah has ordained it, it is the most beautiful thing. Suicide is prohibited. 
You need to know that. It is prohibited to kill ourselves. In fact, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, warns us of taking our own lives. And even the Quran speaks about it. Listen to what Allah says. وَلَا تَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِكُمْ رَحِيمًا Don't ever take your own lives. Don't ever kill yourselves. Indeed, your Lord or Allah is very merciful towards you. So no matter what difficulty you're going through, suicide is not an option. You wait until the day Allah decides to take you. Subhanallah. Not by your own doing. Not by the doings of your own hands. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تُلْقُوا بِأَيْدِيكُمْ إِلَى Don't cause your destruction by the doings of your own hands. Subhanallah. Amazing verses of the Quran. So what should I do? As a human being, I need to know I must develop a relationship with he who made me in the first place. So whoever created the skies and the earth, whoever created the planets and the universe, whoever created the Milky Way, whoever created all the creatures, including myself, humankind, whoever created everything around me, he is the only one I am allowed to worship. That's what I believe. And that's what a mu'min, a Muslim believes. I cannot worship anyone in any way, shape or form besides he who made me. What do I call him? I call him Allah, the worshipped one. He is the only one who deserves worship. So he who made me is he whom I'm going to return to when I go back. After my short stint on earth. And I say short stint because honestly, 70 years is nothing. And the bulk of us live for an average of 60 to 70 years. That's the statement of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him as well, where he says the average age of the members of my ummah, approximately 60 to 70 years. So my brothers and sisters, for this short stint, surely I need to know I was somewhere before I came here and I'm going to go somewhere after I actually leave. Subhanallah, man is too sophisticated to just fizzle into thin air after his death, as some may believe. So we who believe in the maker and the worshipping of the maker alone will develop the best possible relationship with that maker, not forgetting that he has other creatures besides us. Allah has angels who never disobey him. And then on the other hand, Allah has the devil or shaitan, Satan, who defies him. And we are in the middle. And Allah says that to us. We are neither angel nor are we devils. May Allah protect all of us. So an angel does not have the capacity to disobey Allah. And the devil defies Allah. But man sins against Allah, not out of defiance, but out of his own human weakness. And this is why it's important when you're doing something wrong, never do it out of defiance of Allah. By thinking, well, Allah has prohibited this I am going to do it and I want to see what happens to me. Astaghfirullah, that is dangerous. But rather, Allah has prohibited this. I consider it prohibited, but I made a mistake and I involved in it or engaged in it or partook of it. And I apologize. I seek forgiveness. I repent. I change my ways, my habits. That is a true believer. One who sins and seeks forgiveness. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, and this hadith appears in so many books of hadith. If you, O oh man, did not sin and repent, I would have brought another who would actually then sin and repent because Allah loves repentance. 
Allah loves those who keep seeking forgiveness and those who are clean. Clean in the way you talk, the way you eat, the way you drink, the way you do business, the way you carry yourself in your thoughts. Everything should be clean. And at the same time, physical cleanliness as well. Allah wants us to be smart, clean. Allah wants us to lead a life of purity and goodness so we can be content. And He says, Seek forgiveness. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says, The one who seeks forgiveness is equivalent to the one who has no sin at all. So this is something we need to consider, my beloved brothers and sisters. Keep seeking forgiveness to prepare for the day you're going to meet with Allah. I'm developing a relationship with him. I don't worship anyone besides him. I seek forgiveness for anything I may have done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly. I seek forgiveness even for those things which I may not know. I cannot remember how many things I did that were wrong. The minor sins, the major sins. The ones I did at night, the ones I did during the day. The ones I did in hiding, the ones I did openly. May Allah forgive me and may He forgive all of us. Good news of a place in paradise for those in whose or on whose books a lot of repentance is found. So if in your book a lot of repentance is found, good news to you, Allah accepts repentance. Now, shaitan's job is to make us lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Don't let that happen. When you seek forgiveness of Allah, Allah has forgiven you. Don't doubt that. You're going to the most merciful, the most kind. You can hold him to that. You can tell him, you call yourself Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, Al-Ghafoor, Al-Wadud. Subhanallah, here I am, your slave. I seek your mercy. You said you are the most merciful. I seek your kindness. You said you are the most kind. Subhanallah. And Allah says, Kana ala rabbika mas'ula. This is a promise of Allah that you can hold him for. Which means you can ask him about it. You can say, Oh Allah, you said you would do this. Where is it? And Allah will say, It's done. There is no way that Allah goes against his promise. Allah never ever goes against what he has promised. If he has said something, it is correct. Subhanallah. Who can there be more truthful than Allah in what they have said, in what they have, subhanallah, declared? That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So have hope in the mercy of Allah. We have all done wrong in our lives without exception. From those who are on earth right now, nobody can ever say they have not sinned. La ilaha illallah. Imagine Allah created Adam, the first of our species. And Allah told him, you can do anything you want, but don't do one thing. And that is exactly the thing he went to do. Imagine if I were to tell you, you can do what you want, but don't wear this pair of shoes. And that's the only pair of shoes that you wanted to wear. And you ultimately finally wore them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Adam, I knew what you were going to do. But these words that you said are so beloved to me that I have forgiven you. And now you can go on to the earth. So Allah forgave Adam salam before he actually sent him onto the earth in order for us to learn a lesson that, oh mankind, you will know the rules. You will go against them, not out of defiance of your Lord, but you will go against them because of your weakness. You will seek forgiveness and that is what I love. And that is what I want. So don't forget 
you are just a human being. Those who forget they are human, they sometimes struggle with their mental health as well because they want to be too perfect when you are not created perfect. Allah says, Man was created very, very weak. Yes, perfection is for Allah. But man, no way. We have a brain that is not perfect. We have bodies that are not perfect. Yes, Allah says in the Quran, we have created man in the best of postures. But he never ever said, we made you absolutely flawless. No, there will be flaws. Because if Allah had created us here flawless, there would be no point to create paradise that was then flawless. But we look forward to a flawless life. We look forward to something where we get what we want. For that reason, in this world, Allah will never, ever give us, any one of us, every single thing we want the way we want it. Remember that. So life is full of challenges and tests one after the other. We pass some, we fail some. We seek forgiveness, we must continue. One thing that is dangerous is when you have wronged another human being, you need to seek forgiveness from them in order to prepare for the day you're going to meet with Allah. So death is something that's going to come to me. I need to be happy about the day I'm going to finally meet with my maker. Wow, it's going to be amazing. He who made me, I can't wait to see him. But to prepare for that day, you need to develop a good relationship with him. Make sure you haven't engaged in something known as shirk, association of partners with him. Make sure you've tried your best to follow the message brought by the messengers. May peace be upon them. And then seek a lot of forgiveness. Seek a lot of forgiveness. Develop a beautiful heart. Develop your character, your conduct. Let go. Learn to forgive others. Allah will forgive you. When Allah sees that you have forgiven against all odds, He will forgive you in an even greater way against all odds. Subhanallah. And this is echoed in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, وَالْيَعْفُوا وَالْيَصْفَحُوا أَلَا تُحِبُّونَ أَنْ يَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ Forgive and embrace. Would you not like Allah to forgive you? Indeed, He is most forgiving, most merciful. So my brothers and sisters, it is absolutely amazing when we look at the blessing of Allah. Prepare for death by reading the Qur'an on a daily basis, even if it means a verse with its meaning. Prepare for death by improving yourself. Prepare for death by having hope in the mercy of Allah. When you seek forgiveness, never allow shaitan to make you think that, you know what, I'm not forgiven. That is one of the biggest traps that the devil has against us. When he makes us think that the sin you've committed is too big to be forgiven. And Allah is telling you, لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا Don't ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Allah will forgive every single sin. All of them, he says. Jami'an, every one of them, Allah will forgive them. So Allah knows you're just a human. Allah knows what you've done. Major sin, minor sin, don't let it bog you down. The truth is you seek forgiveness and you smile at the mercy of Allah who allowed you to seek forgiveness and who created something known as repentance. Subhanallah. Try your best to fulfill your prayers. Five daily prayers in the best possible way. You will be rewarded for it. It will help you the day you're going. Think about the good things you've done in life, especially towards what you may think is the end of your life.
life, especially when you're ill, when you're sickly, when you've been diagnosed with a terminal sickness, or sometimes if perhaps during these times there is a virus that is spreading like wildfire, no one knows who is going to die next. Think of your good deeds and smile. Think of your bad deeds and repent and at the same time seek the forgiveness of Allah and smile at the fact that you have been forgiven by Allah and he's shown you a way out of these huge issues that you had in your life. You are pure the minute you seek the forgiveness of Allah. Don't doubt it. So during your last moments, have hope in Allah. Understand, I need to repeat the shahada. What is the shahada? Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship besides my maker, Allah. And I bear witness that Muhammad, peace be upon him, is the final messenger of Allah, subhanallah. So when we bear this witness, we will definitely be from among those who this bearing of witness will be written next to the day they've died. If you get used to saying this every day, several times, then definitely the day your life is taken away, Allah Almighty will have within your book this declaration several times and that will be brilliant news for you. مَنْ كَانَ آخِرُ كَلَامِهِ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ دَخَلَ الْجَنَّةِ Whoever has uttered that statement of Tawheed as the last statement before they have passed on, Allah says for them is entry into paradise. And that narration is correct and authentic. My brothers and sisters, repeat that statement. And at the same time, learn to improve yourself. If you've got outstanding things with Allah, some prayers you haven't fulfilled, make peace with Allah. Firstly, seek forgiveness. Secondly, endeavor to fulfill what you've missed. For example, you haven't paid your zakah or charities. You've been unkind to the creatures of Allah. Make peace with them. Remember, it's not worth, my brothers and sisters, it is not worth holding grudges because when you hold a grudge, it is only going to be a weight on your shoulders. You're going to struggle. This life is so, so short and it is very, very deceptive in the sense that people think they're going to be here for so long, not realizing Oh man, you're actually such a tiny creature of Allah that even if you were to jump on an aircraft and you were to go above human beings a few thousand feet above sea level, you wouldn't see any human beings on earth. Subhanallah. So remember how insignificant we are, how great Allah's Jannah is, the paradise He's prepared for the worst from amongst us is so big that it is 10 times the size of the world and whatever it has. That's what the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says. So I look at it this way. I'm either the worst or I'm better than the worst. If I'm the worst, the minimum I'm going to get is 10 times more than the whole world and whatever it contains. Subhanallah, what an amazing Lord. When we see that, we will be so intrigued and impressed. We won't even have a moment to, to, to look back. Subhanallah. So my brothers and sisters, remember something amazing. If I'm not the worst, I'm getting much more than that. I'm getting better than that. And that is Allah. That is the blessing that Allah has bestowed us with. So don't think Allah has created you simply in order to punish you. No, he has issued warnings and his punishment is real. But at the same time, he tells us to speak about his goodness, to remind each other to turn to him, become better people. You've committed a major sin. Do you know what? You're still breathing. You seeking forgiveness from that major sin will wipe it out no matter what major sin it was. It will wipe it out. In the eyes of Allah, you're pure again. People might judge you by your sin. 
Allah only judges you by your repentance. Subhanallah. So imagine the day you die, you've already said, Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh. I seek your forgiveness, O oh Allah, and I return to you, I repent to you. Do you really think that statement is going to be wasted? Not at all. It's going to be written next to your name. And when Allah sees the ending, was so good and pure, he will ignore what happened before. In a football match, you don't look at the score at the beginning of the match, you could be losing. But right at the end, when you're winning, subhanallah, that is what counts. When the whistle is blown and you have won, even by one goal, you will definitely be successful. Similarly, Allah says, what we will do for man, we will weigh their good deeds and bad deeds. For as long as they have more good deeds than bad deeds, we will ignore the bad deeds and let them entry into paradise. My brothers and sisters, how can we lose hope in the mercy of Allah? How can we not be looking forward for, to the day that we're going to be dying and meeting with Allah? You know, there is a little bit of uncertainty. You don't remember the moment you were born, but it was a few minutes and you were out into this world and you started breathing and you probably, subhanallah, entered into this world never knowing what to expect. The same is going to happen again. We, when we die, we're going to go into some unique, amazing, beautiful place that Allah has prepared for us. In it, there is that which no, no eyes have ever seen, no ears have ever heard, and no person has ever thought of. It hasn't crossed the mind or the heart of anyone. That's how beautiful paradise is. I want to mention as I close today, my brothers and sisters, never become depressed at the fact that you're going to die. Prepare for it and have hope in the mercy of Allah. Think of the good you've done. Think of the, how loving Allah is, especially towards the end of your life. You need to know it's something amazing. If you've lost loved ones, have hope in the mercy of Allah. They're gone to a good place. You do good deeds, pray for them, seek forgiveness for them, and Allah will grant them goodness. So before I end, the point I want to raise is, recently I saw a picture, a photograph taken from Saturn, showing the earth as just a grain of sand. And... This, the comment made by someone was 7.6 billion people on this grain of sand. And each one of them thinks they're a big deal. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Remember the haughtiness, the arrogance, the pride. It means nothing. A day will come when we're decomposed back into the soil that we were created from. The dust that we were made from. And our souls will float into the hereafter. And we will have the best of lives. The life of eternity with Allah Almighty. With the messengers may peace be upon him. I can't wait to meet Muhammad peace be upon him. To meet Jesus may peace be upon him. To speak to Moses may peace be upon him. All these prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I can't wait to meet them, to talk to them, to be able to interact and ultimately to meet my maker, to see him, to look at him, to talk to him. That will be one amazing day. La ilaha illallah. My brothers and sisters prepare for that day by doing good deeds and you have nothing to fear. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all acceptance and paradise. And may Allah gather us all in the beautiful Jannah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.